Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for those freaky motherfuckers, also known as Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about preferences, and to have that conversation, I have a friend of mine, Quitman, whose name I just realized I've been saying wrong for the longest, but you know, I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible friend, but it's okay. I'm working on me that's all that matters so quitman do you mind telling the audience about who you are what you do and just everything that's uh, about you so they can welcome you into this wonderful podcast family hi everybody my name is quitman alexander um who am i i'm everything Ooh. yeah yeah i'm everything but um to to sum it up i, I am making premier fashion designer yeah. Hair styles, makeup artist, all the above. And I sing a little, um, I'm just an all around entertainer. And a beautiful spirit. Like, not that this mofo is smiling. <laughs> Y'all, he does have a beautiful smile. So, you know, we love to see it. We love to make sure everyone's happy so they can all smile. So, welcome, 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 welcome. And as I mentioned today, we are going to be actually, um, let's not gloss over one thing, the premier making fashion designer, y'all. Like, look at this mofo's dresses, because good God, the outfits, everything this mofo puts his hands to is just looking gorgeous. That's that's all I can say. Like, this mofo is working on something right now, and the piece is looking fabulous. And I'm glad I, I get to look, look into it uh right now and it's just y'all if you out here trying to get some couture you trying to get your prom dress or are you out here trying to go to adult prom and make these motherfuckers be ashamed that they're in your presence because they did not come ready reach out to your boy he got you he got you (laughs) huh did the kids still say period yeah, we can still say period. You know, period has been around before they said period. So it's all good. <laughs> so like I mentioned, we are going to be talking about preferences. And in our discussion, uh, uh, developing this uh, episode, Quentin, you mentioned something about how um, y- your preferences has changed from um, what you 
typically deemed as what you preferred. So what was what what were your previous preferences before you had any kind of change? So um, I think my preference was everyone's preference when it boils down to it. Like I think honestly, like I was seeking someone that was you know a little maybe a little more masculine than myself. You know, just in general, just a manlier man. Um, you know, tall, dark, and handsome, like nice smile. That was that was originally what my preference was, and not just because you know society told me that that's what my preference was supposed to be, but just that that was like the main thing that I was attracted to. Mm. And I, I like that you said it was not because um, what society told you to, um, you know, have as a preference, because there's there's a lot of people who live their life based off of what society deems beautiful. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it amazes me that there's a lot of people who either remove themselves from the beauty that is of other people just because they're afraid of what other people think. Like, in a way, it's childish, but I also kind of get it. But it's like, why Why does other people's, like, why does other people's view of your relationship even matter at the end of the day? As long as we look good in pictures together and we're happy, that's all that matters to me. I'm with you there. So what what are your preferences like today? Like, what what's changed other than, you know, tall, dark, and handsome? Listen, my preferences are all over the map. I just prefer someone who is authentically themselves. However, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Mm, what you mean? I don't know. Like, like you ever come across someone that you could tell they were like in the beginning stages of self-discovery and they weren't themselves yet? Mm, like I, I, I prefer, mm-hmm. you know, meet someone that's themselves. You know, I have to admit, I, I have met some people where I just knew that they they are still growing on something. They're not there yet. And it's like, I'd rather step away from that to see what you become. And if we come back in the same circle, I'd be, it, it might be the right time then. So I, I, I've definitely experienced things like that. Um, it's like... I will say even with that, I think about the the concept of falling for somebody's potential. Uh, I do it all the time. Like I've had to stop myself from doing that. So is that something that happened recently that you fell for somebody's potential or it's just you've done it a couple of times and you just like you, you, you recognize the signs? I definitely recognize the signs like the, the call is coming from inside the house. At this point. So when you meet someone for the first time, you're just like imagining different scenarios, like how things could be. And sometimes it's good, but like we have to step away from just assuming that someone can be something that they're not. Mm, That's real. Like the the issue with falling for somebody's potential that I always, uh, that, even speaks to speaks to myself is that you really do create a whole nother character for that person and you don't give them the opportunity to just be them because you're so busy living in the future of what things could be rather than what things really are and and I feel like uh, for those who are focusing on that potential 
they get to a point where they just don't ever see the partner that they're with. And uh, in a way, I kind of feel bad for that same person. It's like, you're with me every single day or we're communicating every single day, but regardless of how much you try to be there for me emotionally, be there for me physically, you just will never see me because you don't want to recognize me for who I am right now. Right. And, and that has happened to me before too, because people assume that because I am a creative success looks a certain way for me Mm -hmm. and people are always saying, well, when are you going to move out of making, when are you going to do this? And it's just like, you know, before I would get that question, um, not a lot of people knew it, but I took care of my dad. So um, before he passed, like I was just his primary caregiver and I was doing my own thing like on the side. But, you know, I would I was like living with my dad and we lived together. So there was a lot of things that I just couldn't do. Mm-hmm. But people would assume that, um, oh, you're not doing it because, you know, you're afraid of success or whatever. But yeah hate that Mm. you know that's the thing that even within my time as you know success coach and all this other stuff like coaching and whatnot is helping people find their own definition of success because the one thing I really hated was that um, grind mentality that you have to be running yourself ragged just to be successful and uh, I like I like my mental health I like being together I like having time to breathe I like waking up in the morning and not being ready to grind i don't want to grind the first day first hour in the morning no i'm still trying to wake the fuck up <laughs> like <laughs> why rise and grind hmm? i was like can we rise and shine first dang ain't it like what is your what is your own personal definition of success and, or, and what what does your success looks like look like to you um, success for me is doing what i love to do when i want to do it and how i want to do it mm. Like that's success, like knowing you can do something and doing it and doing it the way you wanted it to come out. Mm, that's like a that's word. That is a fucking word. And I, like I look at the people who have like billions of dollars and whatnot, and I'm not uh, knocking their success or their success stories but whenever I see that I don't see myself wanting to be in that same path I don't want to see myself in that same space I want to be somewhere where I know I am enjoying the exact same things that made me that millionaire that billionaire or whoever wherever the case may be financially but I want to still be doing that same thing every single day I don't want necessarily be the most well-known okay one I do want to be a world-renowned sex therapist that's that's something completely different but that doesn't mean that I want to be I want to have that clientele that is like super rich I still want to be working with people who don't have access to that those kind of services because they deserve just as much as anybody else on this planet so it's like I don't know it's just when I think about it I don't, I don't want my success to be something where other people have to lack my access in a way. Yeah, because what are these billionaires doing with their money? Like, what are they doing? I mean, and granted, we don't know what they're doing because mm-hmm. it's their money. But like, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Honestly, if I had a lot of money, I probably would make sure that the people closest to me were like, 
you know, set up for success. And then I would just like enjoy it for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I would not even be in this country anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ghetto here. ghetto. <laughs> Come get me, aliens. Look, my child, I, I should uh, start singing that song I, uh, that I saw on YouTube talking about the earth is ghetto. <laughs> like, like, oh my God. So, um, this is pr- pretty much going back into <laughs> the actual conversations and whatnot related to preferences. But one of the things is it's very prominent with other people. Uh, and that's the thing about vibes. And we d- talked about this some within our um, the intake meeting too, um, drafting this up is the importance of vibes. But what types of vibes do you look for when it comes to somebody that you're planning on dating, um, becoming intimate with, or even even a friendship? What kind of vibes do you be looking for? The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, The stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. But what types of vibes do you look for when it comes to somebody that you're planning on dating, um, becoming intimate with, or even even a friendship? What kind of vibes do you be looking for? Hmm. Okay, so intimacy vibes is definitely someone that's going to make me feel safe in their presence Mm. um safety is important um you know sometimes i just want to feel like like a petite white woman (laughs) (laughs) not a petite white woman but hey if if it it makes you feel good do it yes (laughs) sometimes I want to, uh, I want to be Kevin Costner, you know, sometimes I want to be the, the big white man or, Ooh, or the big black man. Ooh. Yeah. Shake those tables. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like the vibe, I, I just want to make sure that I'm in a safe space and that I'm also creating that same safe space. Mm. Um, and definitely reciprocity is is a vibe. Like if you can't reciprocate, then you can't afford to date. Oh shit, that's a word right there. <laughs> oh, somebody gonna hear that? Like, oh, hold up now. Let me let me let me backtrack on some of my damn relationships. Have I been reciprocating? Um, have they been reciprocated? But that that's that's legit. Uh, that's that's legit though. If you can't uh, reciprocate, you shouldn't be dating. You shouldn't be out here um, getting into relationships with other people. Uh, like I I really can't personally. I cannot be in a relationship with someone who is focusing on just draining me on a regular basis. I I, I just. 
I like to feel energized. I like to feel loved. I don't like to have to give my all to somebody and it never be returned to me because why am I here? What are what what am I supposed to be getting from this um, this situation that we're in, this relationship that we're in, if I don't ever get anything back? And for some, they might think that's selfish thought, but sometimes you have to be selfish in relationships. Sometimes you have to focus on yourself. Sometimes you have to focus on your own needs because if your partner's not doing it for you, who else will? Right, right. It's it's very important, and and also it's important that the people know. The people know it's important. Listen to this, people. Okay, if you if you can't afford, you can afford in other ways. Mm. So reciprocation doesn't always look like paying on a date. Reciprocation doesn't always look like buying a gift or doing something fancy. Reciprocation can be picking up the phone, you know, sending like a really quick text, just saying, "Hey." Have you eaten today? What did you eat? What are you going to eat? Are you okay? How are you feeling? Mm. You know, and and for some people, like, they don't realize how, how important that is, you know? Yes. Like, um, when you mentioned it doesn't look like, you know, paying for a date, it, it um, brought back the concept. I was uh, listening to another podcast. I forgot what I was listening to. Um, um, what was the name of that podcast? Because I want I invited that guest, that uh, host, onto the show, which is 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 crazy. Oh my god, was it uh, closed door conversations? I think that's who it was. Um, but they were, uh, and this is a concept that I hear from other people too. It's just that was the most recent thing that uh, that is triggering for me right now. But they were talking about how um, uh, you know paying for the date and um, how. Um, I, th- I think it was the host how she she was uh, mentioning how she likes for her man to you know invite her uh, out to these dinners and whatnot and you know pay for the bills and nothing against that because do do you boo I love that for you but it's mm-hmm. like um, there's a level of reciprocity that g- comes into that too because if a person feels that I have to value their time uh, and that means like, OK, it's, it's going to cost me money to spend time with you in terms of the date. Uh, I also want to make sure that my time is equally valued because we're both here. We're both in this engagement. We're both communicating. We're both on this date. And if you only see the one sided value within this relationship, there's there's going to be a point where you're going to be the the vacuum of the relationship the vampire the draining entity within that relationship because what are you giving back to that person it doesn't like you said doesn't have to be something financial are you boosting that person's ego because you know if you're that person who loves a a ego boost look i pay for your date and all this other uh, our date and all this other stuff and what you're going to bring to me is that ego boost that i've been needing and wanting in my life thank you so much i'm going to make sure I, i continue to um up and up and up our dating experiences because that's how you're winning me over right Mm-mm. so what what are what would you what are some of the things that you would say is just like a, a deal breaker for you uh, when it comes to not necessarily preferences but just vibes mm-hmm. I think the only vibe that I identify that I don't get jiggy with is like a one-upper 
Like in detail, go in detail. The tea. Listen, I hate when someone's like, um, when you're just like, oh, this is this is what I did today. And then the 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 person is like, oh, you did that today? Well, I did this, this, and this. And then it's like, then you have to find what else you did. And then it's like, oh, you did that. I did that too. But I did it like yesterday. So I wouldn't have to do it today. Like I hate that. Mm, making things always making something to a competition kind of mm-hmm. thing but you know what's funny about that like at at my regular job I have to turn things into a competition if I want to get them done in a timely manner mm. yeah so do you feel as though that the reason why you don't uh, like a one-upper is because it reminds you of your job maybe maybe think about it I I know for myself when it comes to people who I might date uh, I have my own parameters because I don't I can't date someone who may remind me of work all the time Um, because when I come home I don't want to think about work like um, most definitely with me transitioning into the mental health field I don't want someone who uh, is um very um dependent upon me um that's another reason why i can't do codependency because i used to work with uh work in higher ed work with students and students have a whole bunch of needs like they have hella needs um that um either they just need somebody that they need to communicate with or they need somebody to teach them how to communicate with others or they just need 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 and as the adult in the situation and the professional in the situation you have to be that person that provides um and because of that i cannot really be in a relationship with anybody who's extremely needy because it's always going to bring me back to those spaces of having to work with students and i don't i don't no, i just can't do that in my personal relationships (laughs) Um, so maybe that's the reason why you cannot, you know, deal with that one upper within uh, the confounds of a relationship. Just a thought. Yeah. And I've also never been in a relationship with a one upper. And I think that's a good thing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So I think uh, it will be very interesting to get into a little bit of this never have I ever bullshit that I love playing so much. So are you motherfucking ready? Yes, let me find. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is fun. Okay. So never have I ever had a sexual experience with someone of the opposite sex. What counts? It depends on what you count as sex. So every time people ask those kind of clarifying questions, I feel like there's something that uh, needs to be answered. There's something that needs to be dug into. Because look, what you define as sex is what you define as, as sex. So w- w- what what you've been out here doing? Okay, so the only acts that I can think of that have been with the opposite sex were definitely non-consensual. Oh. Well, I don't think I should count those. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We don't yeah. count those. No, Mm-mm. consent has to be implied for sex. Uh, not not implied, but consent needs to be there. <laughs> there needs to be actual consent for the sex. So, yeah, those don't count. Uh, 
I would say for myself, I have. Um, I've I've been all over the damn gender spectrum. So um, for the most part, I've been all over the gender spectrum. So um, would you like another question? Sure. So um, let's let's go with uh, we could do another never have I ever. So never have I ever joined the Mile High Club or uh, had any sexual experience on a plane? I've been on one flight. <laughs> you know, same here. I've only been on one flight and that was to go to Chicago to see a best friend. And like, I, I, I might go on a lot more, but I don't think I will ever have sex in anybody's plane. That's not a private jet. I mean, hey, if we can't, if we can't do it in the cabin, I don't want to do it at all. Ooh, amen to that. <laughs> amen too fucking that because I, I just it's like I, I get the um you know exhibitionist side of things but I've seen like just in the planes that I've been in one I'm a big dude so I, I don't know how these this um uh, is going to work out like I need my space I don't know you're gonna need your space I, I it's too tight up in here and then everybody can see us I don't I don't want people to know what the fuck is going on the flight, the flight would have to be a long flight or a red eye for people to just be not paying attention. Right, right. Like, is everybody asleep? Okay, let's go back here. Well, but, but I will say uh, it is possible to get some finger action going on on the plane or, um, you know, some jerking off. So I, 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 I can... That kind of mile high club, okay, possibly depending on who I'm with, we can go ahead and get some shit popping off. But if you out here moaning and shit, <laughs> we can't do so sexy, but like, <laughs> um, anybody wants water? <laughs> do you want water's peanuts? Anybody? Oh, uh, um, we're, we're heading out food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Y'all hear that too? <laughs> right. It's low-key like sexy to to have someone that can't control themselves. Like I cannot. I'll just be like, um, it's time. Okay, but like, yes, all of it. Like I, I don't I, I I will be so like just imagine if you're on a flight and um your partner has control of you know the um Bluetooth um vibrators and what <laughs> you minding your business oh you're at the safety zone well you know um you can put, use your phones and whatnot now and next thing you know <laughs> but I don't have anyone to use it on you so like. Oh, you say you have one? No, I'm saying I, I would love to try it, but I don't have anyone to use it on me. Um, well, you know, look, so there's apps. If you want, if you got one of those and you have a, 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 a way that people can log into your app, we can always advertise it in this episode. <laughs> so whenever somebody uh, looks at this episode, they just log into the app and just like, I wonder if he got it in. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed. Dang, just imagine having to wear that like all day long. Right? Oh, that's the torture of it all. Ooh. And not knowing when it's coming, it's just like... That's that's kind of sad. I will say one of the toys I have, it, um, it does come with a, uh, an app. Ooh. But um, mm-hmm. 
Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm not letting people have access to that damn toy. Uh-uh. Mobile Why not? Uh-uh. That's the whole point. Look, like, oh, subscribe to the Hello Weekly podcast so you can have control of Vernon's orgasms. We are not. <laughs> huh? Just have like an orgasm special, like where we talk about orgasms and and then just like give them like the special code and then they have to like pay after that one time. Yeah. That would be nice. I will actually do some shit like that. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, if y'all if y'all want to do something like that, let's get these subscriptions up to like a thousand. And once we do that, we'll have that special. And sound off in the comments, everybody. Look, look, rate review. I need uh, I need a thousand subscriptions wherever you are. So if you know you're on Spotify and you got a good thousand friends, make sure all those uh, friends um, you know follow. Make sure that they uh, listen to a couple episodes. Make sure that they rate and review the podcast. And then if you are over here on Apple Music, you do the same thing. If you're on Podbean, you do that as well. Shoot, even if you're on, uh, what what else am I on? iHeartRadio, you can find me there. I'm on just about all of the fucking networks, y'all. So wherever you listen to this podcast and you know you got some friends and you're trying to be uh, participate in this, look. You better make sure that they subscribe, rate, review, uh, leave comments, share with their friends, because we can get some shit popping off. That's all I know. <laughs> so that ain't the whole Liliquy podcast for no reason. Hey, man, you better let them know. So speaking of, uh, would you like a sex question? Sure. So what's the funniest or most outrageous sex story you've ever heard? Ever heard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I heard the story when I was in high school and this girl was telling me how her and her boyfriend were together and they were participating in oral sex and and he thought that he was about to climax and he actually had to use the bathroom and <laughs> <laughs> and I assumed that sis was not into water sports. <laughs> heterosexual, heteronormative couple, by the way. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Uh, I don't know if I even... Huh? Imagine that, like, oh my gosh, I'm about to, and then it's like, he. <laughs> Terrible. That's 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 traumatizing. Oh my, I could not. Mm, I will feel some type of way because I'm like, why is it? Why is it so much? Oh my god, it smells like pee, Lord. Oh my god. And you know, I don't think I even have a funny sex story, and uh, and that's crazy. Like, like I've I've seen random shit that happens. Like I know, like there was this one time somebody was getting fingered on the bus on the way to school. This was like in high school, and I'm like. Am I the only one that sees this shit is going on over here? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, you know what I was talking about on the plane situation? Like, moaning? There was no moaning, but the head was twirling. And, yeah, these kids. Mm, well, here, this is back then. The was open. That's why you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Not the damn chops. <laughs> but, like, 
I was like, um, I'm a little bit uncomfortable, um, but I'm glad you are enjoying your little hand job under your jacket um, at 6 a.m. in the morning. Like, it's too early for this shit. In the morning. Uh, what else? Child. Hmm. Oh, I, well, I have a personal funny story. Um, I uh, hooked up with someone in... Well, we were just chilling. Um, the expectations were possibly to have sex, but uh, it was a little ice cream thing. We were just eating ice cream and whatnot. And I'm like, we're just chilling. Everything's great. You know, life is good. Uh, and then they kept um, hinting that they want to have sex. And I'm like, my, my thing is, if you cannot uh, straight up say that you want to have sex, you don't want to have sex. So it is what it is because I'm enjoying my company. So <laughs> like, it is what it is. But finally mustered up the courage to be like, okay, so do you want to hook up and have sex with her? I was like, cool, sure, let's go. Now, uh, all up in the moments, you know, oral and all this other stuff and get to a point where I'm just like, hold up. I, 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 I'm not feeling my best. <laughs> that that that's what I was like. You know what? Yeah, you got to go, and let's just go ahead and get you up out of here. And when I like, I'm not lactose intolerant, but that ice cream did something. Like this is the first time I had ice cream in like three months, and I was just like, you know, mm, I just ran to the bathroom at that point. As soon as they got the uh, house, I ran to the bathroom. I was like, you know, thank God <laughs> they left at the right time because it was going to be a it's going to be a whole mess up in this mofo. And I'm mm, not not today, Lord. We're not doing that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It, it, it almost been it was almost scat playlist <laughs> i don't do that <laughs> i'm not comfortable enough with that yeah, me neither <laughs> but i imagine at, at a point in in a in a non-heteronormative relationship or maybe even a heteronormative relationship i imagine at a point you know it has to be like a consensus of we're both comfortable with each other to where if anything does happen, it just happens and we're just going to ignore it, right? <laughs> like, isn't that how, how love works? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know is if we're having a moment and you are out here and then you find out that you got diarrhea, it's okay. Go ahead, do what you need to do. I just talk to you tomorrow because I'm we're not fucking afterwards. We're not. We're not. We're this no. I, I, I still love you. Huh? I, I'm talking about even when comfortable. Uh-uh. we can cuddle. Yeah. That's that's about it. That's that's it. That's it. Go ahead. I know your stomach hurt. Go ahead. Mm, you want some Pepto? <laughs> mm -mm. But yeah. So I'm going to say that is pretty much the amazing episode. So, Quitman, um, do you have any last words, any word, uh, like words of advice, tips, tricks, anything that you want to share with the audience? Um, like I said, I don't have a preference. If you are who you are when you wake up in the morning and you're that same person when you go to bed, you are a contender. I am single. Here's your chance. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I'm so done. You better throw your your uh, hat out there. Be like, look, snatch a motherfucker up. <laughs> I support. 
Um, but yeah, uh, as mentioned previously uh, about these um, this orgasm party, uh, we're going to do this. Like, get these lights and subscribe. So. <laughs> Up to a thousand, y'all. A thousand. If you don't see a thousand reviews on whatever platform you're on, then that means we're not we're not near our we're not near our goal. We're not near our goal. I don't yeah. care if Apple Music has a thousand. Wait, what you say? Live stream on that podcast, by the way. We are going to be live streaming it. We're we're going to be live streaming that. So you you need to get that up. Whatever podcast uh, listening app you're on, if you don't see that thousand reviews, then you didn't get the job done. You better make sure. You better make sure. Uh, on that note, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Loopy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.